Welcome to Small Business Marketing, Then, and Now. A conversation with small business owners on how they marketed the launch of their business, the evolution since then and how they have pivoted during this COVID-19 period. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. More leads, more sales, and more revenue for your small or medium-sized business. Click findnewrevenue.com to learn more. Now here's your host, Howard Walpoff. Welcome back to Small Business Marketing Then and Now. I'm Howard Walpoff, your host. Again, this is brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. And today we really are going to talk a little bit about the entrepreneurial spirit and really developing different ideas of how to give back to the community as success and business development increases. Uh, my guest today is Mark Blocker. He's the founder and CEO of Big Block Athletics. And he really has a very interesting story about how his business has grown and thrives, but also the way he's seen this as a vehicle to create opportunities for others and to give back into the, the athletic community and other communities. And it really is, is going to be a very interesting conversation with, uh, with a very successful small business owner. And uh, I just let's, we'll get us started. So Mark, welcome to our conversation today. Oh, welcome. I'm glad to be here. And uh, I'm, I'm glad to, to have you here and learn more about really you and, and what you've been doing within your business and your career. But we're going to start all the way at the beginning. So at some point, you had the idea to start Big Block Athletics. So where did that come from? That originally came from, well, let me get a little background start. So sure. in 2014, I was working at a local McDonald's. I was a fry cook, basically. And I, and I just recently graduated college. I graduated from the University of Phoenix. And, and I, I got a degree in the medical field, basically. And I was trying to get a job in the medical field. And I was having trouble. They said I had great talent, but absolutely no experience. So they no one would hire me. And so I had a buddy of mine that I played college football where reached out to me. And he's like, why don't you start your own business? And I'm like, well, I, I didn't initially wanted to do business. It was something that I thought, uh, something I did think of, but it wasn't something that I really was into at the time. I was just like, I want to, I had dreams as a kid to be the be a dentist, and I wanted to do that. I had knew I wanted to do that at six years old, and I'm like, I'm going to go at it. I, I only quit one thing in my life, and I'm like, I'm never quitting anything ever again, and this is what I'm going to do. So and he's like, you should start your own business, you know. You'd be, probably be good at it or whatever. So I'm like, well, I think about it. And so I thought about it. I took like two weeks to think about it. And I'm like, well, I'm not I'm not getting a job anywhere in the medical field. So I, and I don't want to be working at McDonald's for the rest of my life. So and I've been offered a lot of sales and marketing positions in the past. So I'm like, why not? I'm, I might as well better myself and try to start this business. So he's like, OK, well, what do you want to do? I thought of my love for sports. Like, I love sports. I've been an athlete pretty much all my life. I played football, basketball, and baseball uh, as a little kid. I ran track in middle school and high school. I played football all the way to the college level. So I was like, well, why not do something and something that I know and love? So I decided to um, start a sports company. And he, and he said, okay, that's cool. What do you want to name it? And I thought of, well, my father and I used to work on cars when I was young. And I know about big block engines. And I feel like athletes have a um, concept of a motor to them. So I thought of, well, and then also sports, but athletics. So I thought of big block athletics. And that's how I came up with the name. 
And like they say, the rest is history with that as far as, as far as that goes. So, well, it's great. You had that person in your life to help influence you and get you started. It really, at the very least, a sounding block as you're trying to figure out exactly what to do. And a lot of people don't have that. So it's, it's important that there is guidance because there's a lot of things. And I think you can tell us that, that small business owners do not know when they start their business that they kind of learn along the way that uh, do make things a little bit challenging, uh, having yes. that at the beginning. We find that all the time, that small business owners were not prepared to be a small business owner. They just want to do this, something they have a passion about. And I just that they want to do that. But there's a lot of business part that comes into it. Yes, it is. So when you when you launched the business, so you, we we discussed it was more of a soft launch than a than a hard launch. So why don't you why don't you tell us about that? So I decided to to do a soft launch because I said if this is going to be my career. I want to at least give it a shot. So I'm like, well, I just do it on the side and and continue to work at, at uh, my job at McDonald's and try to get into the medical field. What I wanted to do was just get the name out there. That was the thing. I was like, okay. I want to get the name out there because no one knows what this is. No one's heard about it before. So I wanted to get the name out there as much as possible. I had someone like create a website. I had the, already had the products. And I was just doing, it was just a one-man army at the time. So it was just me. And so I, I went out there and I started marketing my product by wearing it everywhere that I work. Like when I go to the gym or when I do anything physically active, I start wearing it there. I'm taking pictures on social media. And just try to get that word of mouth marketing to go. Because uh, I believe word of mouth is the strongest form of marketing. Even to this day, like it's it's one of those old school methods, but it's still strong form of marketing. Just now with social media, it's just more powerful because it gets transmitted faster. So I try to just go out there and show it off to people that hey, this is the product, get the name out there as much as possible, and just see how people see how people respond to it. And all I try to do is just sell it to my friends and family, which was good. They they all participated. They all showed support. But what really got me was when somebody who wasn't a member of my family or my friends actually bought the product. I was like, oh, okay, this is going somewhere. I decided, that, okay, it's just people, and, and it's, for some reason, people like local people were starting to buy it. People who didn't, who wasn't part of my friends and family started to buy it. I'm like, okay, this is going somewhere. So I'm like, okay. And as more people started to buy it and get the name out there, and more people started to draw into it. Decided to go full time with it and cut that dream of being in the medical field. So, when when you start to see things going positively, it does make it a little easier to walk away from previous dreams because now yes. you're building a new dream and then you're seeing some success from it, and it's uh, that's a, a very positive feeling. And it seems that you were comfortable with the fact that, given more time, being going you doing it full time, that you'd be able to draw even more revenue from this business. Yes. And that's why I decided to go full time with it. And I did a full launch where I decided instead of just doing it with friends and family and just local people, I decided to just launch it outward to whomever. And when I did that, that's when I got my first athlete. And his name is Clear Smooth. He's a boxing in Ocala, Florida. And he reached out to me here. When I did the full launch, he, he was and it wasn't even a full year. It was about four or six months. He, reached, he heard about it and reached out to me. He said, I want to be a part of this. And I'm like, okay. I never did this before. So I'm like, why not? Sure. And he became the first athlete of my company. That, that's phenomenal. The fact that the word of mouth spread, obviously you're, you're in, well, people should know you're in Michigan. And yes. the, the, this athlete was in Florida and, and they wanted to be a part of what you were building. So there was uh, some positive buzz that was 
that was making its way to people. So when he got involved, or wanted to be involved, how did you, what kind of relationship did you develop with him? I developed a pretty strong relationship with him. He's still a part of the athlete sponsorship program to this day, five years now. So uh, he's been part of it uh, since the full launch. So still a part of it. So we've been having a strong relationship. We've been, he goes out there and represents my company as much as possible. And then he wears the product and, and we talk every now and then. And so we've been good. It's been a good relationship with him. Well, good. And that, and that's trying to find the right people to involve yourself with and help get your message out there. It's, it's very important, especially at the beginning, but in general, you want to make sure you're partnering with the, with the right people. And uh, that really set off a pattern of you working with other athletes. Yes, it did. And it got to be um, in 2017, the first female that I, athlete that I sponsored, um, she reached out to me. Be, uh, she reached out to me. Uh, she's actually she's in Columbus, Ohio. So she reached out to me via email, and she said she saw a tweet about you know with sponsored athletes, and someone I guess someone retweeted it, and they got all the way to her. She just followed it to me, sent an email. I said she wanted to be sponsored, and what's funny about that too, she wanted me to sponsor this rugby team, what I wasn't prepared to do because I I was still a fairly new business. So at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if I could do the rugby team. I could do her, but I don't know about the rugby team. So I'm like, but this is, I'm like, this could be a good opportunity too. But at the same time, I was kind of skeptical about it. But she was like, if you don't take the rugby team, I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna join this either. I'm like, man, all right. I'm like, this should be good for my business. So I'm like, why not? So I said, I sponsor her too. I sponsor the rugby team. So I give him a shot. Which turned out to be not in my best interest in the long run. And I, I sponsored I sponsored the athlete, the rugby, women's rugby player. It was good for her, but the rugby team was um, was a struggle. And with that, it turned out where I had this angry director come at me with basically everything she had, trying to attack me and my business. And it was just one of those things. Where it's like, man, this is where I, I had to learn how to grow as a businessman because I'm like, I can't. I was like. I can't just snap at her directly because if I do, I'm going to sound unprofessional. And plus, and plus, she's also a woman, so I don't want to do that either. But at the same time, I don't want just someone to just try to take advantage of me and bully me at the same time. Like, there's, there's got to be a fine line, but I, eventually I did find that and in the midst of it. So, but it was a learning lesson for me. And I learned next time, next time, be more prepared before um, taking on a big responsibility like that. So, but I did, at least I learned something from it which you should with everything. Having a lesson in each opportunity is important to find. And uh, sometimes they're very good lessons. Sometimes they're not as good lessons, but it is a growing process with small business owners as they're developing and figuring out exactly what they should be investing their time, effort, and money in. Yes. So going back to the main business. So once you started full-time working on the business. So I guess your yes. first full year. So I know you said it started in 2016. So 2017 would have been your full first year, correct? Yes, it would have been. So how did revenues change from doing it part-time to doing it now full-time? It jumped up at least 200% from the start. So 2017, uh, just substantially. Because what I try to do, I try to do new forms of marketing because I had more of a name base now. And I still try to use word of mouth because I still believe that's, that's uh, powerful. 
But at the same time, I tried to do different forms of marketing, try social media marketing, try email marketing. I have a subscriber list where we do email marketing. And so revenues have gone up substantially. Over the course of time, what would you say is the most um, aggressive marketing campaign that you've developed? Email marketing. When I got a list of subscribers, I, I, I was sending strong emails out on a lot of email marketing, trying to get still get that on um, word of mouth. Not necessarily, like I said, not necessarily try to get them to sell anything, but just trying to market to them. Like all I wanted to do was get the, the subscriber list for marketing purposes only. And so one of the things I tried to do with that was ha- have a strong email list and then just send it out. I feel like email marketing is more personal. You can be more personal with it. You can send one at a time. You can send that as a group. And so with that, you can do multiple things with it. So, and I try to do both, uh, both in, uh, personal and group with the subscribers. So I try to focus more email marketing than any other form of marketing. And email marketing can be very powerful. That list and having the right list is so important, and especially in a, an e-commerce type of business like yours, to make sure they know when there are specials and when there are opportunities that that are, are significant just to them. It, it really is a great way to nurture a relationship with with a group of people who could be and should be your, your biggest advocates as time goes on. Yes, I completely agree. I don't want to knock social media marketing either because we live in the, in the digital age now. So I try to utilize social media marketing as much too. So I believe that's also a powerful form because you actually, because I do business to consumer. As I said, my brother said directly to the consumer. So I try to make sure that when I, when I do marketing, uh, that I have you know, a social media that I'm actually feel like I'm trying to make it personable um, as much as possible. But I'm also trying to um, make it attractive so that way they um, stay. I also try to be engaging with them as much as possible. Now, treat them like a person, not, not, as a, um, not as a number, not as a dollar sign. So, And that shows that that really is reflected to how people treat the, the companies that they're on a list with. And those that really are treating them as people, as individuals, as as, as partners in in this business in some way, that you do see the results from it in a in a much stronger way. Yes, I completely agree. And also to add to that too, when people feel good, they tend to want to stick, stay around, and, and it's more long lasting. They don't they, they won't feel like oh you just trying to steal my money. Like they actually would just. They'll stay around. They feel like, oh, I, I got a, I got a relationship here with this person. They feel like that, and it also helps it helps the business business grow too. So yeah. So during the period of COVID, and obviously we still are de- dealing with uh, certain situations with COVID right now. But obviously, in in the spring of 2020, what kind of issues did you have with the way the economy and life changed? Did, did it harm your business? Did it help your business? A lot, a lot of people have had different types of experiences. But I'm very curious to see what yours has been during this period. My my business, as far as the income, is, is my business is kind of funny with it. My, with the income, it dropped a little bit. But with value of my business, it actually skyrocketed by 870%. And so in 2020, so I had lower income, but I had... Um, but I had greater net worth. So it was it was just one of those funny things where it was like, wow, um, the value of my business actually shot up and during the pandemic than it did in the previous year. So it was at the actually, actually at its highest. 
And so I had to, um, well, during the pandemic, I had to only do online marketing. I couldn't do in-person marketing. So it was still one of those times where I had to shift my focus and like, okay, uh, what's, I can't do the in-person marketing anymore. So I have to do only online. So I have to use social media, I use email, continue to be stronger on that and, and to compensate for the in-person marketing. Well, it seems to have done its trick with um, the type of support you're getting from your customer base. And it was, again, another lesson that not just you, but many business owners learned of how to adapt their business during challenging times. Yes, I completely agree. Now, during the course of your business, going back in time a little bit, you also decided that uh, you, you wanted to set up a foundation. So uh, you, you started the, the Mark Blocker Foundation. And what was the reasons behind it? And tell me what the foundation does. So the, re- so the main reason behind it, well, the fa- let me t- explain what the foundation does. So we promote um, mental health awareness. So we promote mental health. Um, try to educate the public on what mental health is and other stuff like that. And also, we have also we partner with a nonprofit in Detroit where we where we're giving back to Detroit teens. We're trying to make them into productive adults. So, so this is is something something with that too. So the reason behind why I started my foundation initially was just to promote Medell. I feel like that was an underscore topic. In our society, a lot of people didn't talk a lot about it. And I'm like, this is important. I'm like, people don't understand how important mental health really is. So I wanted to, to, to bring it more out there because I've seen people who have struck, suffered from mental illness and other stuff like that. I'm like, these people, and and it's like taboo. And I'm like, these people are just suffering just like just like people who have physical illnesses. But with the, with my, with the partnership and the nonprofit, I also wanted to help help the youth and and becoming productive adults because i feel like um they have they like the youth is our future and i want the future to be bright for for each and every each for i want the future to be bright so um and i use it like i said i youth is our future so i want it so i wanted to make a difference in that way too well it's it's remarkable that's that you're able to find some amazing things to involve yourself with during the, during this period. Starting a foundation is, is, is wonderful. And being able to give back in this way really shows the, the depth of who you are and, and all that you want to accomplish for yourself in, in your community. So I, I personally, I think that's fantastic. I give you a lot of credit for not just thinking about it, but really doing it and implementing it and continuing it on to this day. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Now, where do you see the future of your business going? Like, do you have different marketing concepts that you see over the next year that that you look to implement? You just staying with email, and uh, what kind of goals you have for twenty twenty two? Twenty twenty two. I have. I want to see if I can. Um, as far I, I want to focus more on social media marketing. Uh, I, I want to. I, I'm trying to grow the revenue of, of, of my business, of Bitblock Athletics, and as far as my foundation goes, I'm trying to um, get more te- more teams involved in our program in the programs that 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 I have, and so the and so one of the things um, 
too. So as far as Big Block Galaxy is concerned, I want to take it. I want to increase the uh, revenue by 200% by, by, by the end of next year. Uh, so I know there's going to be a lot of marketing as going go into that. Focus more on social media marketing because I feel like I get to reach more people that way. So okay. I get to reach more people. So I get to reach more people that way. So I'm excited about 2022. Well, good. And I think that there's a lot of exciting things that are going to be happening for you during 2022, just based on the track record of, of what you've been accomplishing up until now. What well, What is the best way for people to get in contact with you if they want to learn more about uh, not just Big Block Athletics, but for your, your Mark Blacker Foundation as well? They get on, hit me up on social media. The way to find my social media is go to my 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 my, uh, my, my personal website at um, bigblockathletics.wixsite.com slash markblocker. And it has all my social media platforms there. For my foundation, um, it's the same, bigblockathletics.wixsite.com slash markbfoundation. And so if you want to learn more about my foundation, um, but other than that, that's basically how to reach me. And also has my email too. You can email me at markbsuccesscoach.com or you can email me at um, uh, uh, markbsuccesscoach.outlook.com or you can email me at bitblockathletics.hotmail.com. Well, Mark, you really tell a great story and there's a lot of things you have going on which are really going in some great directions and you're, you're giving a lot to your community. So we appreciate you coming on today and sharing your story. And, th and thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me. And thank you all for joining us as well. Stories like this is really why I do this podcast, to, to find someone who has been starting a business, growing a business, found different ways to give back to their community is really incredible and, and really heartwarming. And I love learning more about people who are doing things like this within themselves, within their community. Uh, and so I'm really glad we had Mark as a guest today. But you go out and you have a great rest of today. And we will see you next time. This has been Small Business Marketing, then and now. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. Marketing strategy for the small business owner. To learn more, click findnewrevenue.com.